Welcome, welcome to the No Nonsense Podcast. Today, we're profiling a Canadian icon, Carrie Best. Nova Scotia's Carrie Best was a poet, writer, journalist, and human rights activist. She co-founded The Clarion, the province's first Black-owned and published newspaper in Nova Scotia, as well as The Quiet Corner radio program, which she ran for 12 years. Best used her platform to advocate and champion for the Black community and their rights. Carrie Best was born in 1903 in New Glasgow, Nova Scotia. She had a gift for writing and was actively encouraged by her parents to prioritize and pursue education. She wrote her first poems at four years old. Unhappy with the racial stereotypes portrayed in popular books and local culture, she sought out the work of African-American poets and historians. She was taught to love herself, to have dignity, and not let the discrimination from others affect how she saw herself. This stayed with her for her entire life. In 1941, she had heard that several black teenage girls had been arrested for trying to sit in the whites-only section of the Roseland Theatre in New Glasgow. Although we don't reference it in Canada, we absolutely had segregated our society between white people and people of colour. This was not just in Nova Scotia. It happened across Canada. Many black people were forbidden from entering movie theaters, restaurants, hotels, and other public areas because they were black. Best was outraged at the treatment of these teenage girls and argued against the racist policy to the Roseland Theater's owner, Norman Mason, in person and by letter. In her letter, she said, I respectfully request you, sir, to instruct your employees to sell me the ticket I wish when next I come to the theater or I shall make public every statement made to me by you and your help. She was ignored. So, she went to the movies to stage an act of protest. A few days later, Best took her son Calbert to the Roseland Theatre. They asked for a main floor seat, but when the ticket agent gave them balcony seats, she left the tickets on the counter and walked in to sit in the main floor. The assistant manager called the police. As Best and her son sat in the seats, the police arrived to remove them. They were roughly removed from their seats and charged with disturbing the peace, convicted and fined. Best could now take legal action against the theater, so so she filed a civil lawsuit that specified racial discrimination. She claimed damages for assault and battery, damage to her coat, and breach of contract. Mason and the Roseland Theater Company claimed that the Bests were trespassers without tickets. The case was heard on May 12, 1942, and it failed. Apparently, the proprietor's right to exclude anyone won out over the bigger issue of racism. The judge not only ignored the discrimination, but also ordered Best to pay the defendant's costs. This didn't slow Best down, though. She figured she'd use another platform to fight racism and segregation, the media. She and her son started the Clarion newspaper, one of the first newspapers in Nova Scotia owned and published by Black Canadians. The newspaper, of course, brought light to issues of racism in their community, emphasizing the need for better race relations and championing black rights. But it also covered sports, social activities, and other events. In 1956, it was renamed the Negro Citizen and began national circulation. The same year that the Clarion was founded, Viola Desmond, a black businesswoman from Halifax, was arrested for sitting in the white section of that same Roseland Theatre. As someone from out of town, she was unprepared for the town's unofficial policy on segregation. Carrie Best was Desmond's ally in the fights that she endured through the criminal justice system, featuring Desmond's story prominently and raising funds for her legal defense. 
Best also saw a gap in radio programming for Black Canadians, so in 1952, she started her own radio show called The Quiet Corner. It ran for 12 years. She entertained fans by reading the works of Black American and Canadian poets. In 1968, the Pic 2 advocate hired Best to write a weekly column titled Human Rights, which ran until 1975. Best used the column to explore and advocate for Indigenous and civil rights. Best mounted an in-depth investigation about the targeted overtaxation of the Black community in New Glasgow so that their property would be up for redevelopment. She published her findings in her columns, which became the basis of a report she made to the Nova Scotia Human Rights Commission. At 72 years old, Best founded the K. Livingston Visible Minority Women's Society, an association that provided educational funding for Black women. Over the course of her career, Carrie Best won numerous awards and recognition. In 1974, she was named as a member of the Order of Canada and was made an officer of the Order of Canada five years later. In 1975, she was awarded an Honorary Doctor of Laws from St. Francis Xavier University in Nova Scotia, and in 1992, was awarded an Honorary Doctor of Civil Law by the University of King's College in Halifax. She died in 2001 at 98 years old. Carrie Best was an important Black Canadian civil rights advocate who, when barred from equal treatment because of her skin color, forged her own path to fight for herself and her community. Using her paper, her radio show, and weekly articles, she forced Canada to see how its racism was affecting marginalized communities, and for those marginalized communities, showed them how to be proud of their culture and contributions. Thanks for joining. We'll see you tomorrow.